Hello, everybody. We are here with a quick word from our friends over at Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries, and our podcast, We Are Marvel, is there too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or use the link in the description of this episode. To get a one-month free subscription, use the promo code MARVEL. That's www.newsly.me. And don't forget, let them know that we sent you there by using the promo code MARVEL. M-A-R-V-E-L. Hello and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we are the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Go give them a follow. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Jeremy. And I'm your other host. My name is Justin. And we are actually uh, have a guest with us this week. Um, I don't know. Do you go by Danny J, DJ? What, what do you what do you want to go with? As long as I'm getting paid, who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Danny J is fine. We I'm have a you. problem. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Danny J. I'm with the DJB Productions Network, which can be found right here on YouTube. Uh, multiple playlist for everybody anything from wrestling to comic book heroes to music and more so that's djbproductionsnetwork.com and i'll take you right to the channel and it's a awesome. pleasure yeah. to be on here yes thank you for being on uh yeah. we, we did a podcast with danny and a few other people and we just thought you know what? let's get danny on here he's yeah. knowledgeable i think it'd be fun yeah. get a guest on so forward to it. here we are yeah, yeah it should be fun it. as you guys know we are going to be talking about moon Knight today woot woot a little late, but you know, we're, we're yeah. still here. Yeah, other stuff came <laughs> up. So yeah, but yeah. Stupid Doctor Strange. <laughs> I know, right? So, Moon Knight, uh, it got a little, it's just a small little snippet that I decided to get here. Mark Spector, a mercenary who has dissociated identity disorder, is drawn into a deadly mystery involving Egyptian gods with his multiple alters, such as Stephen Grant. Ooh. I'll leave it at that. Uh, it is starring Oscar Isaac, May Kalamawi, I didn't. I actually looked up how to spell, how to say Fair that. Kareem El-Hakim, F. Murray Abraham. Ethan Hawke, and the others, it's, they have small roles. 
So we're going to leave those off. <laughs> That's right. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> it first premiered on March 30th, 2022, and ran for six episodes, concluding on May 4th. So for anyone new, what we're going to do is just a little bit about the entire season, what we thought all together, and then we'll kind of dive a little bit more into detail for each episode. Um, but overall, I'll start here. Overall, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know a lot about Moon Knight until we decided to do a uh, the History of Moon Knight episode. Go listen to that back uh, months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned a lot more about him, and I was, I was actually a lot more excited to watch the show. But you really didn't need to, I don't think, because anything I did learn was not in here. Like who <laughs> I thought the main villain would be. I thought it was going to be Bushman. We don't. I mean, we hear his name once. Um, Harrow. I, I ended up finding out like he's mentioned in one comic book. I thought it was. I thought he wasn't even mentioned at all in the series, but he was once. Um, but I ended up enjoying it. It was. It, it was kind of a roller coaster because you didn't know where they were going with it, and I. I, I was. I was wondering because I watched it with my wife, so I was wondering like, what does she think of this, knowing absolutely nothing. Like, is she just completely confused? Does she not know that there's also... Because like, we learned it, Stephen, in the first episode. Does she not know there is another person named Mark Spector who is the same person? So I, I, I should have probably asked her before we recorded, like, hey, what did you actually think of this from the get-go? Um, but <laughs> that overall, would be good I, husbanding, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did ask her after the first episode, Valuing what you your think? wife's opinion, like, I think, is a, is a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, usually. So I did ask her, like, hey, what'd you think? And she did say she liked it, but I guess I didn't ask specifically, like, because I didn't want to say, hey, were you confused? Like, about what? You're saying <laughs> and I'm explain, stupid. like, what? well, there's actually two people in one body. And, uh, yeah. That's fair. So, but yes, overall, I enjoyed it. And uh, I I think there will be a season two. For sure. I just think there's, there's too many question marks that have kind of left open. And I want to see more anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll dump it over to Danny, see what you think, and then, Justin, you can wrap it up. Uh, cool. You know what? Production-wise, it was great. I think uh, in true Marvel fashion and true Disney fashion, uh, it was done very well. Um, mm-hmm. Acting was on point. Uh, I loved everybody's role in it. I thought everybody acted very well, etc. cetera. Um, something we touched on uh, outside of the show. Uh, I overall did not like it. And I know uh, in some cases people are like, wow, really? And I'm like, really? I didn't. And the reason why was this. Um, when I heard about Moon Knight, much like you, I was like, I don't know who he is. He's a minor mm-hmm. character. Um, so let me you know, read up on him, et cetera. And what I read, basically, you know, the generic stuff. Oh, it's Marvel's version of Batman. Okay. So how mm-hmm. does this be? Because he's an Egyptian guy. How is this like Batman? All right. Well, the similarities are very, very specific, but very vague in a sense, too. It's a wealthy man who takes on the mantle uh, to do justice. Now, in this case, he's doing justice for a god versus just not for himself, etc. Um, and he um, takes on his alter ego uh, to fight crime and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so it's like Batman. All right, I got it. Uh, which is not the way they went in the show, which was kind of cool mm-hmm. because in the show, doing what they did uh, in a way kind of touches on something else, which is kind of cool. The, the multiple personalities versus it just being an alter ego kind of differentiates that, that scenario of, Oh, this is just Batman told by somebody different. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, my overall scenario was, and follow me with this is that 
what we saw in these six episodes, I would have considered season two. And the reason I say that is this. As someone that didn't know Moon Knight, someone that never saw Moon Knight, I wanted to see six episodes of Moon Knight kicking ass. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, boom, 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 boom. Everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Moon Knight. And then Moon Knight's beating everybody up. That's what I wanted to see. And then by being excited by that, be like, I want to know more about Moon Knight. I want to know more about these these personalities. And then you get what we saw, which gives me more of a backstory. So, in, you know, coming from a writer's standpoint, um, I thought that this was kind of like in reverse, in a sense. Um, I was not, I was a little confused, much like your wife. I was like, I have really don't know what's going on um i was watching with my daughter my daughter's like what the hell just happened i said you know what i don't know we had to like rewind it and watch it again um which was kind of a cool trope in there um there's actually three personalities we only see two in a sense because i don't think we got to see the third one i think the third one was supposedly supposed to be in the last episode but wasn't and we get these nods that there is a third personality because both of the personalities we know are blacked out. They're like, I don't know what happened. How did this happen? I didn't do it. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Um, So once again, now, if you don't know anything, you're like, all right, geez, now I really don't know anything. What's going on? Uh, (laughs) You know, at that point. Um, And I thought Moon Knight himself was a cool looking character. So I wanted, I wanted more of that. I wanted to see what powers he had. I wanted to see, him do more than what he did. So I was let down by that. Um, it, what I took away from this six episode season was I got what information I needed to know about Moon Knight. Now give me a Moon Knight series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your season two right there. There you go. There you there go. Your season two, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's fair. So we're not all going to be gushing over this, which will be nice. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think it'll... It'll be good back and forth for us. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) All right, Justin, what were your kind of overall thoughts on the whole? I will say, and you make a decent point: the idea that you could have an entire season where he is Mark Spector as Moon Knight, doing his Moon Knight things, and then he blacks out every once in a while, and it's him being Stephen, but we don't see that. Yeah. And then season two is starts with Stephen. And then we get his blackouts, and it essentially plays out the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I could see that, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the season. I thought it was great, given everything that we learned on our episode that we did and what little I knew about Moon Knight in general. I think they handled the DAD really well. Um, episode 5, which we'll get to, is one of my favorite uh, Disney Plus episodes they've done, I think, because it's just so heartbreaking and touching. And it's... I wouldn't say, oh man, this is my new favorite show, but watching it a second time mm-hmm. over the last couple of days for this, I was like, this is pretty great and right on with what I expect them to do. Because I watched the assembling, you know, making of that they did, and they're like, we talked about having Mark be our initial, you know, personality that we get to know first, but he's kind of an asshole. And we yeah. didn't want people to. <laughs> be turned off by this character who's just kind of a dickhead so Stephen Grant which they also change you know he's not a billionaire playboy he's just kind of a schmuck that lives in a loft yeah you get someone that you care about 
And so you're watching this whole season through his eyes. And so you connect to him and care about him. So when things go wrong for him, like I cared more about Stephen Grant's experience throughout the season than Mark Spector's. Yes. Because he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. And like, again, at episode five, you get it and you go, oh, shit, this is this is what this show really is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. But I definitely see your point. Yeah, I, I agree. You, you do make some good points, but Let me ask that's you why this. you're here. We don't talk. Justin, if you did not, if you did not do the show you did a couple months ago, and then you watched this show, would you be the same way you are now, or would you be worse off? You know, this is what's tough. It, it's it's the burden of knowledge for me. I had this problem with uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, and I think I brought it up on the show. Where it's like, okay, me being me, I've seen every Spider-Man movie for better mm-hmm. or worse. Right. So I watch those things, and I see Doc Ock for the, the first time in 20 years, and I go, oh, my God, it's Alfred Molina again. And I I asked the question on the show, if I'm a kid now watching this show and I see that guy, what is my response going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's a cool guy with metal arms, but I don't have the 20-year connection with this character. Why should I give a shit? And I run into that problem all the time with these comic book things because I know so much about them, not to toot my own horn or anything, but... Like, I read a lot of this stuff. I look this stuff up. When there's a new character, I do some investigating and learn some stuff so I can sound halfway intelligent on the show. And so, I don't know. Well, the, that resolve is, that is is, tough. the resolve is you leave those damn kids at home because they don't deserve to be there. If they don't understand what you're watching, <laughs> the hell with them. I saw a meme. This is our time. <laughs> I saw a meme on uh, Pinterest the other day that was like, kids in 20 years catching up on the 500 different Marvel movies and shows, and it's that guy <laughs> crying in the movie theater. <laughs> it like, be interesting. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think for me as a storyteller, I would see, I would enjoy the journey of it. Mm-hmm. The investigation of like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Like, if I didn't know he had DID and who Moon Knight yeah. was and all that stuff... And all I knew was what they presented to me in the show. I think I would enjoy the unfolding of the mystery. And again, by episode five, when they reveal what's really going on, I think that would have hooked me either way. The funny thing is, too, if you don't pay attention to it and you're just kind of like loosely paying attention to it, Moon Knight could easily be just another personality. Like these other two. You know what I mean? So you have... Mm -hmm. goofy guy you have dickhead guy then you have asshole guy you know so it just gets <laughs> worse progressively worse as it gets on yeah but uh but one's a better dresser than the other you know what i mean it's like that's all yeah. it was um but that it, it's there's so much to do with it and and as a writer that was my struggle um to say uh, you know what uh, you it, uh, and i was in that position teach me like i'm not a fanboy teach me what this is you know, mm-hmm. and I had trouble paying attention in class. Unfortunately, I mean, I did. Um, and but I saw the the value there. The value was there. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, but like uh, I didn't quite grasp grasp the ring, so to speak. Um, I was almost there. But like, because like I said, production was great. Acting was great. The characters. I mean, I enjoyed watching Stephen Grant. I mean, my daughter and I were literally rooting for Stephen. My daughter yeah, yeah. said to me, she goes, I want to see Stephen do more 
than 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 Spectre. She goes because I, right. I I feel like I'm I'm getting an accomplishment from Steven, like like becoming brave and getting mm-hmm. over his hangups and like doing it. Um, one key thing is like when one one guy's in charge of of Moon Knight, the suit changes. Thought yeah. that was a cool concept. Mm-hmm. So that way you knew mm-hmm. who yeah. exactly was in charge, and then what way is Moon Knight going to go? You know, is he going to be sympathetic or is he going to be balls to the wall um, in that sense? Uh, but then you throw in that there's a third personality, which we don't know about. Um, mm-hmm. and, and apparently he's worse than Mark Spector. Apparently. Okay. Yeah, apparently, you know, but we don't know who he is. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see that. Yeah, I want to see what, what, what's up with this guy. Like, what's he going to do? What's his suit going to look like? That's what I really want to know. Yeah. What's his suit going to look like? Is it going to have yeah, a and I don't know what... versus a collar? I mean, I want to say it. <laughs> I don't know if they do ever change it for Lockley. Because he's not yeah, in the I... suit in that tag scene, obviously, so no. we don't really see it. But I don't think they change it in the books. It's just Mr. Knight and Moon Knight. Right. As far as yeah. I know. I could be wrong. So in the comics, never though, read Mr. Knight is a thing in a suit. Yeah. Is a thing. Okay. Yep. Just so I know. Mm-hmm. I don't follow the comics. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he does change the suit. I, I I think that the only reason the suit did change was when Steven was in charge. <laughs> that was his idea of, oh, this is what she means by summon the suit. I'm trying to remember in our episode, if we talked about it, I, I think the Mr. Knight personality, or suit rather, is more just like a disguise that Moon Knight puts on, no matter which personality is in charge. Mm-hmm. To just like blend in a little bit, or yeah, to like the guy with a white mask on his face is going to blend in very well. <laughs> well, I mean, in the Marvel universe, there are much stranger things. There's a big crocodile fighting a big bird, and well, you got to hang Egypt, out with that. I mean. And then you look, you know, like, like the good-looking lady hangs out with really ugly girls. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it does make me want to read Moon Knight, though. Like it, yeah. it really makes me want to delve in and see if there's a good run that kind of is close to this that i can learn some stuff on i don't know if there is oh and they definitely took stuff from different runs but like Mm -hmm. there's there is one where it focuses kind of on him being on in a mental institute Mm -hmm. institution Mm -hmm. so i think that's i like i think i have the first issue somewhere in my books but that might be what i turn to if prices haven't skyrocketed by now now i think my only problem with the, with Moon Knight himself, uh, and once again, this is just based on the Disney Plus series. This is not based on the comic books or anything like that. Is that okay. as a hero, as a character, as an Avenger of you know, uh, you know, for the good, um, he's a lackey, for lack of a better term. He's 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 somebody's soldier, uh, not unlike Spawn. But Spawn rose above and said, "I'm going to do shit for myself." Moon Knight's mm-hmm. not doing that, at least not yet, in, in according to the series. Um, so that was another thing that was like, you know what, I I can't back this character fully because he's not inspiring me in any way, if that makes sense. Um, he he's he's doing the bidding of uh, what's the what's the god he, he's under uh, Koju? What is his name? Konchu. Konchu, right? Um, and forgive my ignorance, because like I said, I'm all, I was learning this all like recently, yeah. you know, um, but like, but he, he's doing Conchu's like bidding, for lack of a better term. Conchu yeah. apparently is an asshole. 
Yes, he's a which likeable, he is in the books, He's a likable asshole, but he's an asshole just the same. So he's one of the ones where even the gods are like, oh, that guy. You know, don't, yeah. you know. <laughs> they stop talking when Definitely. he comes to the, the lunch table and they, they take the chairs <laughs> out, you know. Um, but, like, he's, like, he's fighting somebody else's battle in a sense. And the only way it kind of comes full circles when we learn at the end how Mark was abused and how he created this world to, to, to kind of cope. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's where this helps Mark as an individual, but he, he's not really doing anything of his own merit. If that makes sense. Like he, he, there's nothing pushing him at least in the series that, that, yeah. that makes him want to do this. No, I, I see what you're saying that. Yeah, definitely. He is doing what Konshu wants and thinks is the right thing to right. do. And and Mark does understand, like, yeah, I agree, we do need to do this. Right. Because if Am- Amit was to get out, that would be bad news for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're right, it, it is more of Khonshu's battle that Mark just is... Screwed his, into. Essentially his <laughs> fist doing the the punching. I can ki- which he is. It's, I can kind of relate it to... The fist of Khonshu. I can kind of relate it to Topher Grace's uh, version of Venom, where he meets up with Sandman in the alleyway, and it's like, Venom's just like hanging out in an alley and waiting for somebody to go talk to him. <laughs> like he has nothing to do. Hey, we should team up. Yeah, I'm right with you. You know, it's like, come yeah. on, dude, really? Is that the way? Is that the way? It works? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into the first episode, and we'll kind of break down. If if we want to jump into, like, hey, I remember this from the fifth episode or sixth episode, or whatever. We we're gonna do that. So, first episode titled "The Goldfish Problem," directed by Mohammed Diab. Uh, he actually directed quite a few of these. Uh, so this one was the more Steven focused episode. I wasn't. I didn't know that they were. You know, I mostly know Mark Spector, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. his other I- identities is one of them is Mark is, or is Stephen Grant. Mm-hmm. But like Justin mentioned, that they kind of decided to focus more on the Stephen character, and and I agree that that was probably the the best choice. Mm-hmm. So for as far as we know, and especially for anyone that doesn't know Moon Knight at all, this Stephen Grant is the main character because that's who we see for just about this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, until he wakes up in the Australian Alps, uh, Alps, and he has no idea how he got there. Uh, we have an idea of like he does something while he sleeps. Mm-hmm. You know, he he chains himself to his bed. He tries not to sleep. So we uh, we know that there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when he just wakes up, it it is. It's like well, you know what what happened here, which is kind of nice. Like okay, you know, mystery. Yeah, can't wait to know what the reason is. Um. And this is also where we, we meet Arthur Harrow, who, like I mentioned before, it's not someone that you can go in the comics and be like, oh, let's see what kind of villain he is, because you won't find anything. But I think Ethan Hawke did a great job with it, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, yeah, he did a great job. So he, he is there, or Harrow's there looking for the scarab that Steven has, and he, he won't give it to him, or... Yeah, he won't give it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we find out later that he lost two days there, which is, again, another mystery. Like, okay, what is going on here? Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was an interesting way to kind of start the season of, especially for someone that doesn't know anything, like like just all the mystery. Right. What is going on? Like, what what does he do when he's blacked out? Right. What makes him black out? All that kind of stuff. I, I thought it was very interesting. I think it was very interesting, too, that, like, Stephen Grant is the 180 of Moon Knight. So yeah. therefore, so therefore to, to know or to realize that like, holy shit, this screwball is Moon Knight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's like, 
what a, he like you would think like he would fanboy himself in a sense like i want to be yeah. like him i want to be like him uh he's everything that i'm not in a sense you know like he was so confident right. uh we see towards the end of the first episode when he finally turns into moon knight uh to battle that that demon dog thing and um well like 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 now granted we know what's going on in there and he's talking to mark in the mirrors and stuff like that but like you know to sit there and say all right let me take control and he's like all right and then all of a sudden it's like all right be it bad man it's like it's like prince adam versus he-man it was like holy shit this is this guy's really <laughs> yeah. now going to kick ass and steven please sit on the side and don't get in the way you know type of thing yeah you know yeah for sure <laughs> Well, seeing that for me is the what helps with this show is that Stephen becomes the Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. identify with and care about, and you follow his journey, or the Peter Parker, if you will, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mark is Moon Knight, like he ha- his yeah. personality is he's an asshole, and that's fine. But there's really nothing else until five to get to where you're like, oh, now I understand why he's an asshole. Right. So it, it's an interesting way of doing superheroes. Like, I love the opening where they just show Harrow breaking glass into his shoe and then mm-hmm. walking yeah. off. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, this is what this show is. All right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and all the little hints that they do to where I think this is a show where the more you watch it, the more you'll go, oh, this means this. Like, this is a hint at Jake Lockley, even though we don't know it is, but it is. And this is, mm-hmm. you know, Conshu giving him shit, calling him a worm and an idiot and all that stuff was mm-hmm. so fucking cool. And there's also yeah. a, a hint that this, where he goes, you said it was Austria mm-hmm. that he goes to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a hint the in, in, yeah. in the... In the cupcake truck, if you look at the boxes behind him, uh, some of them say Von Doom. Uh, no sh- do they say Von Doom or do they say Von D, a different word? I he- I see Von Doom. But is well, that what okay. you see? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, I, I saw Von... I, I mean, so, someone else fact-checked me, I guess, but it was spotted in the trailers. They showed in the trailers. So, so I, I mean, there are still... Yeah. So, yeah. and if that is true, that's our. And there's like a big castle in the background. For and if some that's the case too, Victor Von Doom really is disappointing me because now the guy's making cupcakes. Well, maybe he world. just likes cupcakes. Like yeah. maybe it, yeah. the cupcakes yeah. are yeah, fronts. Fighting a fantastic to sell. Or a tasty cake. Like, what's he doing? Come on. Well, I mean, he can do two things. He's a very <laughs> powerful. Because, you know, can't be a villain all the time. You know. Yeah, and cupcakes are delicious. You know, as long as you don't have too much frosting, they're great. You know, it's kind of funny too. Um, when you diagnose these characters, once you know what's going on, uh, Moon Knight is it, what I'm equating to. Mark Spector going to the gym and hitting the bag, and getting venting and getting his getting his steam out, and then when you go over to the other character. It's almost like he's like ignorance is bliss. Like, in other words, he has not a care in the world and everything is just like puppy dogs and, and flowers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it, 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 at the end, at the end of the day, he does not dwell in the sorrow and the depression that Mark has. And right. Moon Knight is that I need to blow off some steam. So let me go beat up a 
ancient Egyptian monster, blah, 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 you know, type of thing. <laughs> so that, mm-hmm. that in itself is kind of a neat thing too, how Mark in the character is dealing with his own personal issues. Well, and that's, I, I have this in my notes for episode five, but when, and I'm going to bring it up here. When he, when they're going through the doors and they show the abuse happening and Mark rushes Steven out so he doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're not meant to see, I'm getting goosies just thinking about it right now. Yeah. It's like, you're not meant to see this. That's the whole point of you. Yeah. And just yeah. the idea of that and seeing that little kid should get some award you know, accolades here too, because the way he was able to switch into that British accent and start being all Stephen oh, yeah, nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like as soon as that happened, I was like, "Holy shit, that is so interesting!" Like I, you know, just seeing that switch and the abuse that he had to suffer through with his mom, and the mm-hmm. the idea that Stephen is that kind of buffer zone he's the one who gets to have that happy life Mm -hmm. so that mark can carry the baggage and even more so uh jake and then steven can be the one who actually gets to wake up in the morning and not be miserable is fantastic to me right yeah yeah so uh the the von d actually stands for von derelman you're von derelman i'm sorry i want to ruin your your bubble the third cousin his mom's yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i would have loved the that's his brother daryl so it's von (laughs) it just says von d uh well all you can see is the von d in the trailer shot but i I think later on you can see it it's kind of out of focus but it apparently says von derelman well that's bullshit (laughs) 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 screw you sorry i just ruined your whole day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, a little more on this episode, some more mystery type stuff is he also ends up finding this kind of hidden phone and key mm-hmm. hidden away up in his I don't know, his attic of his attic. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, more mystery. It's like, you know, what is going on here? And as he's looking through, we get the name Layla, which actually is a, a familiar name, but I th- believe it's a different Layla. I think Layla was in the comics, but it was a different name in that. Gotcha. It is still his wife, just like in the comics. So it's a similar, um, but they're not identical, which which I think with a character like this, they had a lot more wiggle room on things like that. Right. So, yeah. Hmm. But again, yeah, just more mystery stuff. I, I, that is one thing I really liked about this first episode, is that even, even knowing somewhat of the character, it was still like, I don't know everything that's going on here. Because they're just leaving all these mysteries open. I have an idea, right. you know. I do know that there is a, there is a second personality, Mark Spector, and he's probably the one that hit it up there since Stephen doesn't know. But it was still, it was still fascinating the way they did it. So I really enjoyed that. What I find fascinating the, too, though, is that he was able, Mark Spector was able to get away from his wife for as long as he has. <laughs> I can't go to Wawa without getting a phone call. Where you that is, what are you that, doing? So. That, that is a decent point, right? where it's just like, I've been trying to reach you for months. Like, how are you guys still married if you haven't talked to him in what a months? I mean, I know they're, I know they're like mercenaries and like horrible people that do wacky shit, but like months? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. That's fair. And the episode kind of uh, ends with Harrow finding Steven at work at, at, at his museum job. Um, and Harrow explains that he is the servant of the Egyptian goddess Amit. So we have a new god that we're learning about. Or I don't, we haven't learned about Khonshu yet. So this is kind of, <coughs> right. 
for anyone that's new to the Doctor, I almost said Doctor Doom here. <laughs> anyone that's new to Moon Knight, this is the kind of the first idea of a of a servant or an Egyptian goddess or anything like that. So, um, but again, he was he found him there. He had to work late because he was late to work because he was in the Austrian Alps, of course, as you are. Um, and then the, that's when we see that first jackal-like creature that is sent out after him, um, which looked great, also. Yes. And and as we've already mentioned, that him and or Stephen is talking to his reflection. We later find out is Mark. Um, and he tells him, "Let me control the body." And that's when we first see the transformation into Moon Knight. It looked great. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the trailer, but it still—I mean—it still looked cool. And just how brutal he beat up that jackal thing was just great. Um, yeah, I, I I loved every time they transformed into that suit. Yes. It just—it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Just all the wrapping showing up, and it kind of just shows up from mm-hmm. almost nowhere, but it's still close to his body. It's just—it's so cool. The other thing we should really talk about too is because we get an introduction into our villain right in the very beginning. Uh, yeah, and and the level of dedication because you see him breaking glass, and then he puts the glass in his shoes, and then he puts his yeah. shoes on and just starts walking. So this guy's walking on glass. He is an agitated son of a bitch. He is an <laughs> angry, angry guy, um, and justifiably so. I mean, he's got glass in his. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but but like but this I get angry when I have a rock. Right, exactly. <laughs> then you can take your shoe off. You're shaking it out like this. But uh, but think about this is what Stephen, who's this likable, kind of very naive, and very like mm-hmm. I said, sunshine and puppies, and then he meets the boogeyman of all people, you know, in a sense. Yeah. And it's like how petrified he had to be. You know, to be thrown into this because you have this guy coming after you and you don't have a reason why he's coming after you. And then meanwhile, Mark's making it bad for you because every time you black out, he's beating the shit out of somebody and making it worse for you. (laughs) And then he leaves you with he leaves you there. It's like, you know, when you go whenever you see like kids beat up on somebody and then they leave that one kid there and the cops show up. They're like, oh, I didn't do nothing. I was just here, you know. And he gets left (laughs) with it. And that's what's happening with Steven. That Steven's being left to like just sweep up afterwards and he's like why am i here yeah. i don't know what's happening you know <laughs> so that's Actually, you, unique yeah you and you brought something up that i'm kind of curious about now so when he is in the alps and he blacks out mm-hmm. and beats up all those people do you think that was mark or was that jake see that's what we don't know yeah it was jake that's true now I think back now, yeah, yeah, I think it was too. Yeah, I think every time he gets super brutal, it's Jake. Yeah, because there's I don't guys, think Mark yeah, kills yeah, people there's guys getting beat up, and then there's guys being killed. Like you yeah. see that one where he like he wakes up right in the middle of stabbing somebody. Or, right. right, right, right. So it's like or he's holding him, yeah, knife, real, like, right, yeah, something, something yeah. right. And it's like, whoa, like man, did you wake up at the wrong fucking time, dude? Like you know, <laughs> at at that point and. Um, I wish that's another thing too. I wish we, I think only if you knew the comic book, would you know why that's happening? Because if you didn't know the comic book, we still had the mystery of why did both of them black out? You know, why did yeah. neither one of them know how this happened? What's happening? Well, that was a more I would also, I would argue that by that time, the trope of the blackout is established enough to where you go, 
I, as a viewer, you would go, oh, shit, that means there's more than them. Right. Like, I, I think in the early ones, it's like, you just kind of have to assume he's blacking out and there's someone else doing this. Right. Another person. Like, and we get, and I we mean, get that off the, right off the bat where we see Mark talking in the mirror. So yeah. Yeah, we're like, all right. Right. Yeah. right. So yeah. by the end, and especially by the time they're on the roof and they wipe out all those guys and they're both like, did you, did you? I, I think <laughs> at that point, the audience is like, okay, that means there's got to be something else. I got news for you. I was so yeah. confused. I thought I did it. I think you need to. I think you need to watch it again. <laughs> you know. Well, this is one of those shows you have to pay attention. You like know. this isn't a this isn't a casual viewing show, it, and I don't think any of the Disney Plus shows are. I mean, even WandaVision, mm -hmm. the early episodes, people breeze by the first two or three because they're like, "Oh, those are dumb and don't make you know those aren't important." They're very right. important. They're the most important episodes of the series. Like you have to pay attention to every little detail. Because this stupid little thing in one is going to be a huge deal <laughs> by the time you get to five. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's yeah, but yeah. Just just kind of thinking back and watching it again. Yeah, that that first episode where you you see Stephen blackout, beat up people, and then he's back. You do think it's Mark. It's the next person yeah. you kind of see him talking to. You're like, oh, that was, that was probably him. But now looking back and knowing there is a third guy that's way more brutal. Now I'm like, well, I don't think it was Mark. I think it was Jake. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's interesting. It is. I think once yeah, I, anything I think else? once I just would have wanted Mark to wake up and be like, oh, what am I doing? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he wasn't just because Mark was very accepting of everything that he did once he once he was in control because he was in control. Yeah. So I think at least one time I would have liked to have seen Mark wake up and be like, oh shit drop a knife do something just so, something yeah. very minute well, just to give me that that intention that like mark is not this killer because up until then i thought mark was hey, that's just mark right i think he kind of does that in i don't remember what episode it is but it's where he's kind of <laughs> i was gonna say where he's hunting after harrow but he's doing that the whole time yes. so that yeah. doesn't help us that one yeah, it's, episode it's with the knife guys yeah. yeah 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 yeah. it's with the knife fighters because he does mm -hmm. he's up on the hill or something yeah and he does come back and he's like about. yeah he's like steven what did you do and steven's like no, no mate not me right 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 and so, we're like yeah i know steven this? didn't do this right exactly yeah so they do kind of touch on that hmm. yeah and you do see other little nods here and there which again i'm gonna i'm gonna jump ahead but that third sarcophagus it's like, well, who was in that? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, it, there are little hints here and there. That's fine. And, yeah. and the name it's never comes up, does it? I don't think it does. I think it might in the stinger. Yeah, the very in, after episode. Yeah, six. the the stinger in six. Conchu is like, meet my friend Jake Lockley, and that's when yeah. he turns around, speaks some French, and shoots arrow. You know what? Yeah. Did I even watch that? Now you're, you're describing. That's a very important. <laughs> was that? After, I was wondering was if you did either. Was that an after? -credits? It was. It was a mid credit. Yeah, it was, was a, it mid a mid credit. credit scene. That's why I did not. Yeah. So once I, once I, I when you said they didn't even show Jake, I was like, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's no, what it I is. They did. That's what it is. And they need to be very, consistent. Very... They need either mid credit scenes, everyone, or just not at all, because that pissed me off. I think, I think <laughs> someone <laughs> on this show needs to just watch the actual. I just rewatch episode six again. Okay. Yeah, there you go. We'll wait for you. Yeah, okay. Pause this. We'll still be talking about it. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> no, I, I think what they're doing with the shows is they do a mid-credits mid or something yeah. after the last episode. Mm. 
So I I have waited or no I think she, I think they've have they squeezed one in I think somewhere they did actually yeah I think in what if they might have done it in multiple ones I wasn't uh, the not the all stinger? of them but multiple yeah yeah I think one or t- yeah you're right um, God I'd have to think back yeah there's one in Wandavision mm-hmm. where yeah. um quick you know what's his face Snooper's gonna Snape there's that scene yeah yeah yeah. I don't. Oh, um, there's one in Falcon Winter Soldier for sure. Be, when I think it's when U.S. Agent makes his shield. I think that's. No, in, we see him doing that already. No, he's. I think he's in the shield when he gets the suit. Or when he gets his black yeah. suit, you mean? Yeah, I think it's the suit. Yeah. Is it? I thought this. Oh, yeah, I think that one it might be too. But I thought I think one of the, the stingers episode, was I him think. making his shitty shield. Yeah. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. Maybe it was. Maybe. I don't know. So, but yeah, yeah, they they've definitely. They don't yeah. do it every episode, which mm-hmm. I kind of wish they would, because yeah. it's Marvel yeah. and credit scenes is how much, what they do. It, it it does make it tough because it's like you don't get used to it, and then you start flipping mm-hmm. through the credits <laughs> to be like, okay, I want to get to the next one or My whatever. My daughter was so pissed off when she got to the end. She's like, Dad, turn this off now. I said, Well, <laughs> and I and I and I every episode I was waiting through the credits to try and see because even in the credit, even if it's not a big credit scene, you see there's Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. The animation that you see, and 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 in yeah. the end credit, uh, uh, photography that you see, and she's like, "Dad, mm-hmm. what are you looking at? You have no idea what you're looking at. Just turn this off. I, I <laughs> Stop. I'm putting a, a kibosh on this right now." <laughs> I was like, okay. So she ruined I, the Jake Lockley she, for she you. She totally ruined it for me. Now I got she tired. Did, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, we saw that guy." She's like, "What?" <laughs> this is why we do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. You gotta commit. Because <laughs> one of these days it'll pay off. <laughs> I think they did every episode. There. I think there was. It started with like a quarter moon and then a half moon. And yeah, a full moon. Mm-hmm. They did end up doing that, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, on to episode two. Unless you anything else for episode one. I don't think so. We go with, no. We're gonna have to go through this uh, a little differently, I think, because if we're only on two, I think we're gonna be here all night. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, well, two. Some other things happen. On to three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Two is I do have the notes. I'll just happened. read these real quick, and uh, we'll move on. <laughs> but episode two is called "Summon the Suit," directed by Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. Um, I I was gonna read through these real quick while I, but yeah, we will just get into it. Okay. This will work. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Okay. We're gonna have fun. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Um, so Stephen ends up getting fired from there from his job, and he tries to look at the videotapes and this is where we find out that nobody sees anything like you cannot see this jackal all you see is him kind of destroying the place which is interesting um and i i i didn't put it on here but i found it funny that made him return everything he's like oh i don't have anything like we're gonna need that name tag <laughs> it's like it's something that he just like almost loved because i don't know it had his name on it yeah. steven with a v and everything so i yeah <laughs> again just poor steven like nothing goes right for this poor guy at all yeah, but he ends up, so now that he's fired, he's got all this free time, so he goes and he finds, what does this key open? The key that we found hidden away. Um, finds out it's a storage locker after trying like five or six of them, and he finds the scarab. So that's when he knows, like, okay, I didn't just dream this. Like, this was real. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, it kind of seems like that's what he thought is, is, I have these crazy dreams. Of course that couldn't have been real. Like, that's that's wild. But we find out that, yes, it is real. Again, he's talking to the reflection. And this is kind of where where we kind of learn who is this other guy. 
Because I don't, I don't know if we even get a name or anything in the first episode. No. We just know it's another person or bot or something, and he wants to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do. This is where we do learn that it is Mark Spector. Uh, he's an American. He's a mercenary, and he is the avatar of Khonshu, the Egyptian moon god. So that's where, for anyone that's new, that's where we find out uh, kind of who he is. Um. He doesn't believe him. They argue and all that. He runs away. And then this is where we meet Layla. So I don't know how she finds him, but again, I guess it could be because it's his wife. She just tracked him down finally, right? Months mm-hmm. later. Um, but yeah, so that one was a little bit like, okay, yeah, I know it's a TV show. Like Out of all yeah. the places, he just happens to fall right where you're riding your little moped, but whatever. <laughs> we can look past that. Um, and so it's it's Steven actually that meets her. And she has no idea what this accent's about. Like, she has no idea what's going on. She's pissed off at him. Steven has no idea what's going on because he doesn't know who she is aside from one phone call. Um, so, again, it's it's like more mystery. Like, what what is the story here? What is the deal? We kind of have an idea that, that okay, but she probably knows Mark, the guy we just met, and not Steven. She calls him Mark. Steven has no idea who this is and all that. Um. What else do we got here? I don't want to keep going off of this list. Well, but, you I mean, know what? I mean, so far, right? What it sounds like you got the gist of this episode, but what you missed yeah. was that Steven yes. had that date with that really hot little number, and he missed it by like three <laughs> days. So my man yeah. was going to get laid, like the probably time <laughs> or the first time in ever, and he missed it by like three days. I felt that I thought the whole episode was surrounded about that. Now Steven has something to be sad about. Because he goes to the restaurant, he's real excited because he's an awkward person, and this girl's showing interest mm-hmm. in him. And he goes up and he's like, "Hey, where you at? I'm here." And she's like, "Uh, hello, it's Sunday." He's like, "What?" Yeah. You know? and, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this poor guy!" Like I thought I was going to have a little respect for him, and I didn't again. So you know, yeah, he's going to yeah, find I, Layla yeah. and all this other shit, but still, that's true. You know? I was wondering yeah, who I, made the date because it almost doesn't make sense that it would be Mark. Now let's he, let's play mm. with this. Now could have been Jake. I was wondering that, but also, I mean, we know nothing about Jake other than right. he's a brutal, merciless because, monster. But the reason I say that is this: you got to play the power of deduction. Mark Spector is very loyal to his wife. Yeah, and yeah. loves her, and Stephen and has no mission. idea that she exists. So that right. wasn't Stephen's charm. So I only yeah. one <laughs> other guy. I think like, it hey, was. You know Jake. what? I'm out here somewhere. Yeah, well, and I don't think I think there's going to be more to Jake than he's just this horrible killing machine monster. I think he's yeah. going to be just like kind of smarmy and suave and he's a smart, he's a swipe like, right, like the the con artist. <laughs> he's a swipe right. My turn ons yeah. are the beach, yeah. killing people, and uh... <laughs> walks under the moonlight. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go. You gotta have the moon in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good point, though. Yeah. And yeah, he's, I mean, he's so devastated, he ends up eating steak as a vegetarian. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Like, his whole being is now destroyed and defeated. But now, <laughs> Stephen Grant is a really defeated person, even to himself. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to eat this steak, and I'm going to enjoy it. And you know? Actually, I, I say I do have a little pet peeve on that. So Stephen has no idea what he's ordering, right? So he just says, yeah, bring me the best bit. Yeah. The guy's like, okay, I, I don't remember what he lists off, but... Yeah. And then he goes, okay, and how would you like that? Then he's like, um, just real good. 
Yeah. And the guy goes, well done, it is. It's like, what? Yeah, that's not that's the well worst done. way to well cook a steak. <laughs> yeah. So that that guy, that waiter is should be fired. Like, how do you say, <laughs> yeah, real good. Oh, well done. <laughs> well, that's, you know, he, they cooked it really, really good. And sadly, you know, Stephen gave that guy a good tip, too, on top of everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. Because he's being nice. Choked down that dry steak. Yeah. This is what it's like to be a normie. Uh, you know. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> oh, man. But he ends up getting arrested during this episode um, by these two British police who we find out actually work for Harrow. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they are real police that just happen to also be, be part fanatics. of Harrow's cult thing. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, that's kind of what I got out of that. Yeah. And and we learn a little more about Harrow and it's where he's not just this super psycho cult leader where he think which is nice i i mean justin have spoke about this before that when it's a villain that you can kind of understand yeah. where they're coming from mm-hmm. it's a much better villain than like i just want to kill everyone ha 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 like in his eyes he's doing good he's making this community of good people to have the really the world when amit comes and gets rid of all the bad people you know the funny thing is too and this is a marvel trope above anything else, mm-hmm. is he's the kind of character that started out as the hero, felt jilted in some way, and therefore mm-hmm. is now just bitter. And mm-hmm. it still has the same idealistic direction as to where he wants to go, but he's not going the right, right. path to do it. Just like... Well, I mean, that... Yeah. It's it's the whole point of the series. I mean, by the time you get to six and you have mm-hmm. Khonshu versus Ahmed, it's like... You're both killing bad guys, but Ahmet wants to kill them before they commit the crime. It's the minority report right. conundrum. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they haven't committed the crime, then they're not criminals, and therefore you can't punish them. Right. And you're also not giving free will a chance to take place and and see will they? Right. You know. Yeah, you're saying yeah, maybe they're, they're wrong, to do this, but maybe yeah, maybe maybe they'll choose a different path. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they don't get the choice with Ahmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Layla ends up kind of rescuing him again. Um, and of course, Harrow does what Harrow does. And he summons another jackal. And this what is where jerk. we first get Steven's suit, which <laughs> is that kind of that tuxedo type. I think it's a three piece suit yeah. with the yeah. white mask, which looks great. Yeah. But it's just, it's, and it is like, that is what Steven would think of when he thinks suit. Kind of this James Bondy, real mm-hmm. dapper kind of thing. I think he even says, you know, I look pretty dapper in this. But it's like, it's the wrong suit, man. Yeah. Yeah. He reminded me of the Which gentleman was... ghost. Yeah. Way. I kind yeah, of I just need a top ghost, hat. But yeah. And, uh, but it was it was a neat thing, and I thought it was a neat trope to to show off Stephen's personality, because that yeah. that was very funny. I thought in that sense. It it was yeah, and and I I do like that he did kind of notice that he could hit harder and stuff like that. So Stephen kind of had that glimpse of like, oh, okay, I can I can do certain things in this suit. Yeah, he pulls he out does... the baton thingies and starts yeah. whacking away at those. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't do too bad for someone who's in technically never been in a fight before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, it, but it is still Steven. He doesn't really trust, I'd say trust himself really at this point. So he, he's getting kind of his butt kicked and he ends up giving control of the body back to Mark. And it's and we kind of learn throughout the series whoever's kind of in control, um, has the the power to keep the other person out mm-hmm. rather than being able to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, th- which is one of the reasons that Stephen was so reluctant to kind of give that up. But he, he does, and 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 of course, uh, Moon Knight saves the day again. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they're doing that, Harrow ends up getting the scarab, um, which is what they've been trying to avoid this whole time. Because this the scarab. I don't think we've mentioned this, but for anyone. That, if you haven't watched it, you probably shouldn't be listening, but just in case. That's fair. The scarab kind of leads you the way to Ahmed's tomb. So that's that's the whole point of right. the scarab. That's what yeah. they wanted. They for essentially it. call it a compass. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of ends with uh Conchu, I mean Mark and pissed Mark and Steven kind of have a talk and Mark gets pretty pissed off just because how I Steven love that is like, scene. It was good. Just how Steven was like, You're you're a bad person, you do this, you're that and yeah, and it's almost like Mark like kinda knows, but yeah. he doesn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And just he he ends up kicking in the the mirror and it's yeah you're like it's a great scene mm-hmm. it really is, but during that Konshu threatens to claim Layla as his next avatar if Mark fails, so that that's that's kind of another thing or kind of reason that we understand why Mark is doing this mm-hmm. is if he doesn't do this then Konshu will go after his wife Layla right yeah, yeah. or will he. Well, kind of. Right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he does, he Which does also try. reinforces the fact that like Mark, who's this like very hateable character, is like at his core, he has his love for his wife. She she yeah. like his 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 rock and, and he he's doing it if he's gonna do it for anybody, because he's, he's a mercenary. You would think mm-hmm. he has no moral scruples at all. But he's doing right. it to protect her. And she, by far, is a person who doesn't need protecting because she's almost as bad as he is, in a sense. But, like, that love for each other, it it humanizes Mark, first off. Secondly, it brings me back to the dating problem. That's got to be the other guy. Because I say yeah. because <laughs> yeah. because you know Mark ain't going to try and get with some some girl at the museum. He's just not going to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, again, I think that's what I, I'm loving about this show, especially on a rewatch. Is like you initially, you immediately fall in love with Stephen mm-hmm. and connect. And Mark's an ass, so you kind of like he's the the bad guy. He's the confrontational one. But then you see more of what Mark's going through and what his you know goals are, and you go, oh he's actually a really good guy. I mean, he's kind of an asshole, but who isn't? And he's, you know, he's actually doing these things more or less for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you end up falling in love with Mark, you know, midway through the series. You know where we saw this before was Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh are, are Stephen and, and Spectre. They are. Oh, okay. Yeah. In yeah. a sense. In a sense. Yeah, I haven't watched I Lethal Weapon since yeah. I was like ten, but I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good find. <laughs> good pull. Good. Pull. All right, episode three, the friendly type, uh, directed by Mohad Diab again. Uh, so in this one, Hero ends up finding Ahmed's tomb, which is not what we wanted. I think this is the episode where we get Stephen and Mark, where they both end up blacking out while they're trying to track down Hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I have Jake take some names with a big-ass knife. Mark and Steven blame each other. (laughs) Then I have Mark does bad things. Jake does the worst things. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) I would say for sure. Um, So, Conchu's kind of desperate. And is this where he he does the um, moon eclipse? Didn't you do the notes for this uh, series? 
this is where, yeah, but where, I didn't get into that specific. You're of, talking about where he here's changes, this scene. He changes the sky to be the sky yeah. at that time. That time. Yeah. No, that one's later on. That no, is this later is on. that's the no, no that's the, the end episode. of this episode. You big okay, well, yeah, it's the end of this, this episode. Yeah. Point, yeah. Well, at this point, a couple of assholes over here. Jesus. Justin okay. Jeremy said we didn't get there yet. <laughs> God. I well, I thought he was talking overall on the episode. And yes, it happens in this episode. Okay. Yes. You're at. All yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Well done, Steak. Later on. <laughs> well done, Steak. What? Yeah, yeah, that's Steak. Well done, sir. <laughs> no, doesn't he also. Okay. So, yes, he does change the sky. 2,000 yeah. years in the past or whatever. Right. But before that, <laughs> I hate you both. Doesn't he do an eclipse of the sun? And this is where it kind of starts that meeting with all the other Egyptian gods. I believe it's a total oh, yes. eclipse of the heart is what he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Was that Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie Wright? What was her name? I think so. Yeah. Why not? Not Bonnie Ray. Uh, yeah, he does. I don't remember exactly what he does, but yeah, he does something to get the attention of yeah. the other avatars. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. that meeting where they're just like, "Well, let's call Heroin and see what he has to say." And Harold's like, "I'm not doing that." And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, in that case." <laughs> yeah, I know. It was. It was like, "No, I'm not doing that." But have you looked at how crazy this guy is? Yeah, and then just kind of dips job. out of there like. <laughs> He must be a Focus teamster. on the crazy guy. He must be a teamster. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that that scene the first time I watched it because I was like, so they're just going to take Harrow's word for it then. But watching it again, I was like, the way they regard Khonshu as this just half-cocked jerk, like even worse than Mark, of just like, they don't give a shit what this guy has to say. He's, you know, he's just screaming at him like, hey, this guy's a bad guy. You should listen to me. And they're like, yeah, whatever, yeah. dude. Like, just... Shut and up. Think about that for a second. Like, like now, Conchu goes along in the package, okay? And now I got to be basically told that of the gods, Conchu's the douchebag. You mm. know what I mean? And, like, once again. Which is true to the books. Like, Conchu's no, no a big jerk hole. There's no table for you, Conchu. Go someplace else, you know? Um, <laughs> and it's like, you go sit with the nerds over there. Uh, now it's like. I I have trouble getting behind him and his quest because of the fact that I'm like, you know, you apparently are just a jerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And now I feel bad for Mark and for Steven because you're making them like being your jerkdom, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I was getting at with the whole moon eclipse thing. It's yeah. like all the other gods saw this and were like, oh, this fucking guy, here we go. Mm-hmm. Now we got to have this meeting to talk about Conchu. Dramatic <laughs> bastard. You know? yeah. So, and yes, but later on, we're not quite there yet again. Um, <laughs> but we'll get there. It's a really cool scene. So we'll definitely be talking <laughs> yeah, it about it. Okay. But before that, uh, Mark ends up getting a kind of a lead to find this sarcophagus yeah. that has a clues to where the, the actual Amit's tomb is located. Hey, I have a question um, for you before we go too far ahead of the meeting. Oh, boy. Is that the avatar of Bast from Black Panther? Because they talk about in 5, Talet, and maybe it's, yeah, it's in 5, they talk about um, the, oh, what's it called? I have it in here. The Ancestral Plane. Mm-hmm. She name drops right. the Ancestral pr- Plane, which is a Black Panther thing, but it looks yeah. like the african-american lady in that or african oh, lady yeah, yeah. in that council yeah. is standing behind what looks like a statue of bast 
which would mean yeah. that is an avatar from Black Panther. Oh, it ties in or it ties from that it universe. It ties it in. Yeah, I, I would, don't know if that I, would be in place with that. I don't know anything about Egyptian mythology to say that that would connect in some way. But right, like she's wearing African-looking yes. clothing, mm-hmm. right? And you know the way she speaks and everything. I was just as a Black Panther fan. I was wondering what your thoughts were, but you didn't <laughs> notice, so it doesn't matter. I didn't notice. <laughs> so, am I even a fan? Yeah, yeah, well, right, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, as as a fan, I want to say yes because that just sounds cool. And yeah. another way to kind of tie everything to kind of together, yeah. even if it is a small little bits, it's it's. I think it's a cooler story if it is. Or is it a so Vaughn Domino? We're gonna go with. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really Von Doom, but it's his his restaurant chain Von Domino's, and yeah, they just Von deliver Domino's, donut yeah. pizzas. <laughs> That's definitely what it is. <laughs> the Lavaria oh. version of Domino's, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. Um, so yeah, Mark gets this lead, and he ends up. Uh, Layla actually helps him find um, this person that actually has the. The tumor, the sarcophagus, excuse me, not tomb. Yeah. Um, Anton Mogart. And I believe he is from the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't. What is his name, though? It's something Knight. I don't have it in my notes, right. but because okay. I, I kind of forgot about it. But he is. He is from the comics. Um, Anton Mogart is from the comics. Hmm. And he, he's also another kind of vigilante type mm-hmm. person that will dress up at night. And I think he steals things, is kind of his main thing. Which, we don't know how he got this sarcophagus, so he could have stole that too. But we don't really learn a lot about him. Yeah. And unfortunately, I, I do believe he passed away like days before the series aired or yeah. before the first trailer or something like that. I wrote an article about that for uh, Illuminati. He passed, yeah. I think it was a skiing accident, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, so he has a sarcophagus, and uh, he, they end up finding these kind of clues in there. But as they're doing that, Harrow shows up and destroys it. Um, I think they end up getting a few of the fragments, and they put that together, and that's where they find the star map. But, of mm-hmm. course, it's 2,000 years old. And then we get the freaking coolest scene, where, and which is also an interesting kind of line, a little bit we kind of learn about Conchu, where he's like, I remember every night. And there's, sure. there's something the way he says it, where it's like, you know, good or bad, and it sounds like mostly bad. Like he remembers everything, mm-hmm. or at least the bad ones. He kind I think of this was our this was more. our opportunity to feel sympathetic for Conchu. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Definitely was a scenario like that. Conchu um, is an asshole, not necessarily by personality, but by experience. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, like I, th- you now get the idea that like. If he could just, if if there was an ability to not have to worry about this, that would be his end game. Uh, but unfortunately, right. he doesn't have that opportunity. So, Mark, you think it ha- you have it bad? I have it worse than you, because I know more. Yeah, right. Yeah, the stuff I've seen yeah. and, and, and that. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had Hero as my avatar. That did not go well. <laughs> that's true but now here's now here not to downplay that scene but like he changes yeah. you know with with moon knight's power and his power together and this was like his last hurrah because he said it's going to suck me up you know whatever and he changes yeah. the skyline that's all he does guys he doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fucking affect anything else 
It doesn't make New Jersey get flooded. It doesn't like <laughs> make California fall off into the ocean. It doesn't. Well, and as soon as Conchu goes away, does don't the stars all revert back anyway? Yeah, so they it's just like, revert back. So it's aside like, from freaking people out, he really didn't do anything. All he bad. did was created a <laughs> Getty image. <laughs> yeah. He created yeah. a Getty image on Google, and that was it. <laughs> that is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean. Don't so do I, yeah. So I, watching the episode live, I was a little let down. I'm like, oh, where are they going with this? No, they're not going anywhere. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of let down with that. But it did look cool. It did. Yes. And he was warned like 20 minutes ago, like, quit fucking around with this guy, all right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah? Check this out. <laughs> like, okay. Like, we've had it, man. We told you. You're not listening. And yeah, I he feel gets, like he gets they're a little statue. Conch is the employee that everyone wants to get fired, but they're just waiting for a good enough reason so he doesn't sue. It's and it's <laughs> like, okay, there's there it is. It's kind of like on, yeah. it's kind of like on Family Guy when you see like the flashbacks and like Jesus is at a bar. He goes, "Hey, what's going on, baby?" He goes, "Watch this," and he changes the water to wine. Drink up. You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of like that. Like where it's like, yeah, like hey. Want to check this out? Watch what I could do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> check this out. Skies aren't lined up? Hold on a sec. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, so he does do that. And they end up finding the, the their little map works out perfect. Um, and one other thing that I kind of saw people pointed out online is that, you know, at the first two episodes, whenever Conshu saw him, he was like, you worm, you idiot, like, like mm-hmm. nothing but, like, bad mm-hmm bad omen or whatever towards steven but in this episode he kind of almost like respect him like okay you 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 kind of know your history yeah. you are a little more useful than i thought so he kind of he's easier on him but I you guess. know what i kind of so got from nice that to too is that steven is mm-hmm. more apt to do for you than mark is so at the end of the game conchu needs to get whatever his plan done and if Mark's going to give him problem, well, let me go to Steven and see if Steven can do it. So I kind of got that, too, that there was a little bit of a manipulation there to say, well, okay. if Mark's that is not what Conchu do does. If Mark's not going to do it, I can get Steven <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, fl- it's flattery in the mm-hmm. way of manipulating him to be like, hey, good job for doing what I told you to do, you stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well done, Steve. All right, maybe I was living in a little dreamland over here, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but in, now, you, you in six, too, he so. ends up calling them both. Got you, got you in six, he ends up calling them both names anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, and to wrap this episode up, so yeah, like we said, Kachu gets in trouble because he wasn't supposed to be doing any of this stuff. Uh, so he gets turned into the little statue. I, I think there's a name for it, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Um, but with Kachu being gone now, Mark and Steven are, are essentially free, but they also don't have any of their powers. So, which is important right, right. for later on. Mm-hmm. Wasn't important for ratings. <laughs> so now, not for, oh. <laughs> not for ratings, well, it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. No. All right. Now we're moving on to episode four, Good. The Tomb, directed by Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. So uh, this one is, this is where Stephen and Layla find Amit's actual tomb because, like we said, we just got the star map. It worked. Um, and they figure out, or I guess Stephen more, I guess figures out that the kind of where they are is a maze. Um, it's the maze of the Eye of Horus. So it kind of leads them to. They kind of talk back and forth, which I thought was interesting. They kind of talk mm-hmm. back and forth. Well, 
well, you know, the type of avatar he was, he would have been her voice. So they end up, that's why they end up going for the, the tongue, right? The kind of mm-hmm. swirly one. Yeah. Which was, which was a clever way to kind of solve the riddle or solve the maze or whatever you want to say. Yeah, and tie it, it more into it. the whole Egyptian mythology. And, like, the more real history they can bring into stuff, the more it can yeah. legitimize right. the wacky shit. And so it just kind yeah. of helps balance everything. <laughs> that's fair. And they get up. They end up getting attacked by the undead priest, which I think Justin probably loved. I did. I have it. It in had my little notes. bits of horror to it. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty yeah. scary episode, and and I mm-hmm. loved yeah. that it was very reminiscent of Indiana Jones. Yeah, because that made it exciting yeah. for me. It really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and and I love that Layla was able to take this guy out. Yeah, uh, it just kind of it showed that she's she can hold her own. Like she's not just. She, we never really thought she was a damsel in distress, but we do kind of see her skills in action it also proves why mark had a reason to be scared that you know concha would go to her and make her the midnight if he wasn't going to be around that she can actually do this mark you're not the only guy i can go to Mm -hmm. price fucking steven can do it yeah he can do it anybody (laughs) can do it (laughs) turns out right (laughs) yeah and also like the uh the harrow and uh layla scene that they had Mm mm-hmm um, I guess this was kind of an added in later where I think the actress, I don't remember what her name is mm-hmm. for Layla. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she had the idea and they're like, yeah, let's do it. And so I, I was, I thought it was cool. It was kind of, it was a nice mm-hmm. way to have them finally interact. Cause I think before this, they never interacted. No. Uh, they weren't going to either in this entire series. Right. So I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steven ends up finding the tomb. And we discover that Amit's last avatar was Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. What? Nice little nice little name drop. A lot of people mm-hmm. know Alexander the Great. Right. Uh, and then he ends up going, which I thought this was surprising for Steven, that he goes elbow deep into this guy's mouth to yeah. get, again, the little statue. Yeah. I mean, it was a nice little character moment for him to be like, okay, I need to step up a little bit and not right. just be the cowardly right. museum guy. Right. I need to earn some Moon Knightness and... Right. <laughs> Because at this point, Layla was was protecting him the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, getting him all ready to to go down in the tomb and all that stuff. And yeah, we didn't talk about it, but it was pretty funny that he he ended up kissing Layla and Mm -hmm. punches himself, essentially. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Um, And I I didn't mention when Harrow and Layla were talking that Harrow does mention that Mark is one of the mercenaries that killed her father. Mm-hmm. So we knew that he was killed, mm-hmm. and and now she's finding out that it was by Mark. <laughs> well, that's what at least what kind she's of. told. Yeah, yeah, he was there. So troublemaker. Yes, he's a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, Woody so, the woodpecker. so we <laughs> we do get that kind of confrontation where where Layla confronts him about that, and so he explains that no, it was his partner, and I don't think he mentions Bushman here. I think he mentions him later in an episode. Mm-hmm. It's later he, in this episode when I think it's yeah I think it's later in this episode when he's explaining what happened right to Layla okay. it and is he's like one. you know I was trusting Bushman but as everyone who reads my comics knows he's a big dickhead he <laughs> fucking killed me yeah it's everyone who reads my comics <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, yeah she he explains how yeah he tried to kill me too but I got saved by Conch well quote unquote saved by Conch yeah. yes. Saved by yeah. the devil. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, which uh, this is a surprise to me, Mark ends up getting shot by Harrow. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him actually getting shot, like let alone twice. Oh, it was twice. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was three. Yeah. I it think it was several, twice. Several times in the chest. <laughs> yeah. It was more than one, for sure. Yeah. I did not see that coming in episode four, that's for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> but, I mean, they played it off great, and I, I think it worked out for the best, because episode five and six were pretty great. Yeah. Well, this and this now introduces us into the... Um, the psych ward yeah and yes. now we're really flipped because we're like was all this bullshit well that's yeah, i mean because... even on my second viewing i was like okay so what's happening here is a lie but what we've right. been watching is now, real granted but... i don't know how old your fans are for this show okay but if you go back decades to the show saint elsewhere saint elsewhere was a okay. great medical drama like er like Grey's Anatomy, whatever, right? And it was on for several seasons. And the last episode was a fucking autistic kid's dream. The whole fucking show was a dream. Really? It was. And (laughs) I said, I said, are they going to see it elsewhere, this motherfucker? I said, I I stood up. My daughter, let's sit down, Dan. Let's let's watch it. I said, what are you doing? I don't even know what that show is. I said, shut up for a second. You don't understand. I'm going to get frustrated really quick if this is a St. Elsewhere thing. Um, They're going to lost us, and they were dead the whole totally, time. Totally, right? <laughs> but what was, cause, cause what's cool is when you go through there, every character, even minor ones, that he came up yeah. from episode one are in there in some fashion mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. some way related to how they were presented in the beginning. So now you're like, wait a minute. Are these other patients? And then in his mind, this guy was a, a street performer. This girl was his boss. And this one was this. And, this. and now you're like, you're like, was this a flip? Like, is he, mm-hmm. I for a while said, is he actually in a psych ward and he's making all this shit up Yeah. Like, yeah. at this point? So that kind of like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it's an eye opening moment. It really was. Cause yeah, you're right. Everyone we've seen. Yeah. Like the street performer, he's doing the bingo thing mm-hmm. and yeah, his boss is there and the kind of caretakers or, the police officers mm-hmm. and Layla's there and his little toy is a Moon Knight figure. And it's, yeah, it's like, like, it's like, you're right. I was wondering, I was like, is this where we're going with this? That he was just crazy the whole time. What is like, what's going on? And, and I'm still not, yeah, I'm still not hundred percent sure on what's going on. To be honest, I don't completely understand why we did the therapist things. Yeah. So it doesn't if, make a hundred percent sense because it's like they almost make it seem like harrow is screwing with his mind which is possible but they never really say that but do we know that's really or is that actually mark using who he knows to try and calm himself down because let's face it right before this moment what's happening he's getting shot in the fucking chest twice right so he's in a very dangerous moment he's dealing with all this shit right and Conchu's a problem, and, 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 and I think at this point, Conchu's not even released yet, right? He's not no. released, no. So Conchu's no. gone. They don't have his powers, and how's he supposed to do what he has to do? So I think this was, once again, Marcus, because think about when you get into episode six, now we're, we're figuring out that everything is a self-medication for Mark in some way, shape, or form. Your body will, and your mind will do things in naturally to keep you okay like if you're in a nightmare if you're having a nightmare in real life a lot of times your brain will soothe down the nightmare before you get too 
bad off to where you can have a heart attack or something like that. Your brain is will do that to to calm you down, and you, you don't realize. So in a sense, maybe this is Mark. This was Mark's way of bringing him back to a sense of calm. You know what I mean? Because what do we do? That makes a decent it, amount of sense yeah. because, and I think yeah. when in the next one when the pieces start to unravel and like he he's walking back to his desk and there's bloody footprints Mm -hmm. it's like okay his brain is starting to rationalize what's going on (laughs) he's he's getting back to normal and figuring his shit out Mm -hmm. that that makes a lot of sense aren't the bloody footprints not until episode six after yeah Yeah, right and it but isn't that after the whole thing he's already decided what a segue into episode six I know. It would have been good, but we're only on episode five. No, I think... Well, because they've spent a decent amount of time in the psych ward in four. Yes, they do. I I think the turnaround is in five. I think, yeah, we don't really get much in episode five once he's in the psych ward other than establishing that he's in a psych ward. And now we're going to get deeper into Mark's issue. We learn... That Stephen Grant is a character from a movie. We learn, mm-hmm. and that's in five. So now yeah. we're, we're we're now we're figuring out like Mark's the dominant character. It's not Stephen. Mm-hmm. Like Stephen, right. at, until that point, you could have assumed that very easily that Stephen created Mark because Stephen is not that guy. How many times yeah. do you ever hear about somebody who's weak or or shallow, and they imagine themselves in a much bigger light? So that makes sense. Every time I talk to Jeremy. There you go. Right? <laughs> there you go. So now, <laughs> so now, in this case, it's it's the reverse, though. Mark is more than capable of taking care of himself, but he wants mm-hmm. to just ignore. He wants to put blinders on. And mm-hmm. therefore, and like he says in the in the episode, was it is it in six he says it? Where he says, you're not supposed to see this? It's in six. It's five. It's in five. five. All right, five. so we're still in five, yeah. which is good. Trying to keep Jeremy yes. on track here, so <laughs> so like so like you know it's like Mark is created created Jer- uh, Jeremy. Mark created Jeremy. No one created, <laughs> created, no one created Steven, Jeremy on purpose. He created Stephen. <laughs> you know, it's almost it's almost like a role reversal in a sense. Um, and now it's like we're getting into at the bottom line is Mark has to face his issues. Mm-hmm. Mark, there, there's no other way around this, pal. Why are you doing yeah. this? Why is this happening? Yeah. Why is that happening? Uh, you know. Yeah, because because they need to balance their hearts, and and yeah, so mm-hmm. that, that's kind of why they start looking at his past and all that. And it's yeah. like, you've been trying to avoid this for long enough, man. Like we got to figure this out mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, it's not you and me anymore. It's it's us now. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I thought it was a cool way to kind of show where he's been. What, and, and yeah, like where steven came from that was great and then his his whole backstory because we don't learn about the, his little brother until this these flashbacks mm-hmm. right yeah and so those were great and yeah i mean I, the flashbacks were, were were really great i really enjoyed this episode actually yeah. quite a bit it is hands down my favorite one i mean it, again like i've said like five times already yeah. like as they say what is going on and why mark is the way he is and what caused him to create steven in the first place it is just so damn crushing and you get yeah. it and everything clicks and this is one of those like wandavision-esque shows where it's like after this episode you know, like in wandavision it was episode eight when it's like oh this is why everything is based on right. tv shows now you go back and you watch the whole thing and it's just so much more crushing 
And then, I did have a, a question though. Dad. How can the scales balance without acknowledging Jake? Good question. I think maybe the only uh, this is just a guess. I just thought of this maybe because she doesn't have his heart. Mm-hmm. She only has the two hearts. So those two hearts can't balance because they don't know each other well enough. I, I'd say if they had a third one, then those things would yeah, never balance. The, yeah, it would <laughs> just, just teeter you, off and just when you shatter. think at the end of five that you you got this all figured out, a giant hippo goddess greets him in the hallway and says, "Hello." <laughs> that was the end of four. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, because yeah. 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 the hippo is who is guiding him on the ship. <laughs> right. Was that yeah. four or was that yeah. the end of five? No, right. No, no it was the end of four and, four and five. Yeah, it we kind of melded four into, into five. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of melded yeah. four into five into one big talk, but that's okay. Yeah. Actually, whenever you watch it, I I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this was in episode four? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. They do a lot in the psych ward in four. A lot more than I thought. And then five uh, happens, and that's uh, kind of like... I guess the, he gets what? He gets shot in four then, right? He gets... Yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah. He gets shot in four. Yeah, he gets shot, shot in four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So now what? Uh, six. <laughs> well, five. What um, they start well, in five? They get they get on the boat. We already talked at half of yeah. five. But they get on. No, the, we haven't talked enough. They get on the All boat. Right, well, let's they keep the going. Boat, and then they're flying off. Yes, they're on the. Yeah, they get on the boat. Yeah, they're on the boat. Yep, they're they're going. Yeah. And at the end of um, five, doesn't is this where Stephen goes over to the side of the boat? Exactly. Yes. That's yeah. what we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. So yeah, Stephen. He he almost kind of he realizes like, well, if if you're me, then I'm you, and I can also be brave and all that mm-hmm. and he kind of fights back these i don't know sand people spirit type things whatever they are mm-hmm. um, so he is kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's fighting them back and, and yeah he kind of gets pulled overboard and and turns into dust yeah um i felt bad for or him. into sand i felt me. bad for him, yeah i felt bad for steven yeah because it's like steven has always been just this good guy and and he's trying he's finally brave enough to help and then this is what happens and and, and steven yeah. was so frustrated with mark because you're yeah. just destroying my life, dude. Like this is not right, my life. Yeah. And at the end, he he, not the I don't think it wasn't an intentional sacrifice because he it was an accident that he goes over. But it, it, at the end, he ends up sacrificing himself for this guy, who in a way he learns to respect a little bit. It's like I want to like I I hit, I resent you for messing up my life, but I want to be mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, and he definitely understands him. He's like, I understand, like, the why you are the way you are. Right. Had to live through what you lived through and all that. So, I, yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was a great episode to kind of mm-hmm. to definitely balance the way they saw each other. So, yeah, it was great. Um, and to kind of finish it off, so now that Stephen has gone over the edge, um, the scales finally do balance. Right. Yeah. And that <laughs> was because and that was because yeah. Mark was off balance. Mark couldn't. I think so. Mark could not. Yeah. Mark could not handle life, which is why Stephen, in his adulthood, was still in place. Because think about that for a second. We see that this happens to him when he's a child. So, mm-hmm. not to say you don't re- forget abuse or whatever the case is, but as an adult, you would think, all right, I've moved past it, and I'm right. getting on with myself. He obviously did not, because these guys are close to around forty years old. Or so, so mm-hmm. you're middle aged, dude, and you're still not over it. This is a Maury <laughs> P- Povich episode, like waiting to happen. So now, you yeah. got, so now, think about that for a second. At at this midlife, at midlife, he's finally like, you know what? 
I, I'm facing what I have to face, and I'm going to do it. Like Mark is finally taking the blinders off, taking it off, and saying, "All right, I'm going to take care of this. I don't need Stephen anymore." He doesn't say that, but in a sense, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't need Stephen anymore. Stephen, thank you, but I'm going to protect something I like about myself, which is you. Because in a sense, Mark wants to be like Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. Mark resents his life, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. So he wants to be like Stephen, and Stephen now wants to be like him, and nobody wants to be like the other guy, because nobody knows who he is. He's killing people. He's kind of a dickhead. He's he's (laughs) picking up chicks at the museum. But like, you know. I mean, that's something. (laughs) So so in that sense, it was kind of like, it was a, that's where the balance happens, but I felt bad for both characters. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but it's, and it was kind of nice to finally see that Mark's scales finally did balance, and it kind of shows um, that you are still a good person, Mark. I know you've done a lot of bad things, and you think mm-hmm. that you're not worthy, right. probably mostly because of your mom, but you are worthy, and he, so he finally gets to go to the field of reeds. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a just, dig, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Just your you mom. know why? <laughs> your Mark, mom. your mom. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> oh, okay. So yes, Your now mom we goes to college. Episode five. <laughs> Your mom, loser. Your mom goes to the field of reeds. <laughs> yeah, loser. <laughs> Kachi's up there like this. Loser, loser, <laughs> loser. <laughs> Should have did that. Yes. <laughs> so episode six, finally the season finale, uh, titled "Gods and Monsters," directed by Mohammed Diab, once again. So, uh, I, so like, this one... I, I like to do my puns, and I, I wanted to read off oh, my... <laughs> I have Kong Shu, with a, a G, versus Ametzilla. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I see where you got there, but yeah. That's... Your mom. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, it's your mom. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it always... So in this one, Harrow finally does free Amit. Um, so she becomes a, a real thing. He mm-hmm. breaks her little statue thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes out and, and I was actually interesting. I actually, I went to rewatch all these, didn't get to watch episode six until, um, last night. So it's pretty fresh in my mind, right. but I really liked the way Harrow, like it, he felt like his job was done. Like I, my whole goal was to free you. You can kill me now. I understand my scales aren't aren't balanced, so go ahead. Like whatever yeah. you decide yeah. is is what happens. I thought that was interesting. Where he wasn't like, "All right, now we will lead together." Yeah, it, was like, it my shows whole that he's a true believer. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not just. I think they talk about this in the assembled, where it's just like he's not some power hungry despot that's right. trying to take over the world. He right. believes in this mission, and he's so he's disciple. willing to. Yeah, yeah he's willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good that he sees to be as Ahmed, which is really yeah. cool. Which, it was. Which leads yeah. you to believe he's not evil, but misguided. Yeah. Yeah. By somebody's perception. He's maybe, like a Caecilius right, to the, yeah. he's like a Caecilius <laughs> to the 10th degree. Yes, 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 yes. That's fair. Yeah. He is a little off. That's for sure. A little off. Uh, Layla frees Conchu. And I, I like that Layla or Conchu was like, I need an avatar to do this. Like you're right here. Let's do this. She's like, no. <laughs> She's like, come on, you we gotta suck. do this. I was like, no, <laughs> I know what you did to Mark. That was such a, such a, yeah. Look what I could do. Watch this. Turns water to wine. <laughs> I know Jesus. 
I mean, I just I love the way she just kept turning him down. She's like, yeah. "You're freaking insane if you think I'm going to be any part of you." I'll take the As, hippo. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which, I, cool honestly, work. that suit was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, and then we get Mark to, uh, refuses to stay in the field of reeds. He's finally, you know, he's at peace. It's so quiet there, all that. Um, but he goes back to and rescues Stephen, which was also great. And he gives his little speech, which unfortunately Stephen didn't hear. It turns out, I wish he, <laughs> wish he would have at least heard it. Um, but yeah, that was great. That at at now, I don't and know. And it was that... at the expense of him not ever being able to go back. I think is what it was. Oh, was okay. it? Really? That's what they made it seem like. Yeah, yeah, yeah if I you do she, this, I think you can't she come said back. To him, if you leave, you'll never reach this again, or something like that. Yeah. There was oh, like dang. there was a like. Yeah, you're just doing the right thing. Yeah, go ahead. We'll see you in a few minutes. It's not, it wasn't like yeah. that. It was just like, dude, you're sacrificing. <laughs> okay. so, and, and that made that um, a worthy scenario because Mark was now sacrificing ultimately what he really wanted for his construct in a sense. So think about that for a second because yeah. Steven's not real. Steven's, mm-hmm. yeah. Steven's in his mind. It's like his shield. You know, right. and he's he started to care about him enough to say, you know what? I know I wanted this, but to hell with it. I'm out. I'm going to go. I got to do the right thing. And even yeah, right. even though he made it to it's almost like making it to heaven, saying, you know what? I'm not good enough to be here. I need to do more good. And being mm-hmm. a self judge in a sense. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a neat concept with the character. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, but now, now that Mark is back, Conchu, I don't know, feels him or, or can sense that he's back in the real world. Yeah, goes and rebonds with him, and at, almost at the same time, Layla bonds or is the now the avatar of um, how do you pronounce it? Towerette. Towerette. Yeah, Towerette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she bonds with her, which was great. I like the little scenes where she's mimicking her her voice and all mm-hmm. that, and and the suit looks great. Yeah. It was a little cheesy. I don't, I don't know if campy's yeah, yeah. I was gonna say campy the whole pose thing, mm-hmm. but I mean it was I mean it's a cool suit like you got to show it off for yeah. us yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was great and and just yeah all the powers and and all that that she had with it it was great and apparently <coughs> Moon Knight can fly I don't know if that's Moon Knight <laughs> can fly or because Konshu was like do you not remember who I am all these powers yeah I don't know if, if Moon Knight has some sort of way of doing it but I thought that was interesting. And yeah, I think cool. in the books, like it was more of like a glide thing. It's like a Batman situation where it's just right. like he glide, opens glide up his moon cape yeah. and he can, yeah, yeah. But this but, one was straight up like flying. The bottom yeah. line is, if you wanted to defeat <laughs> Moon Knight, you just gotta be like right in front of him, like, "Yo, your mom," and he's like, oh. "Yeah, <laughs> oh no, oh, God, <laughs> is she here? My kryptonite." <laughs> yeah, I thought she died. <laughs> the suit starts changing Steven. rapidly back and forth. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> I do love the to to move past this as quick as possible. I do love the uh, Moon Knight Mister Knight fight, where they're yeah. alternating between yeah. themselves. For, like that he grabs really on cool. Harrow grabs onto his cape, so he turns into Mister Knight, so he doesn't have a cape anymore. And oh, it's it's really fucking cool the way yeah. they were able to change yeah. back mm-hmm. and forth to to fight Harrow. Yeah, it was awesome. I think even throwing the, the baton thing. Yeah, like wasn't it reflected or something? And then so yeah, Mister Knight throws it. It gets reflected around. Right. Moon Knight catches it. Like, yeah, it was really cool seeing that yeah. kind of stuff. Now, I enjoyed now it. what I've read, and of course, it's too early to read anything at this point, but like what I've read <laughs> is that um, this is a one-off and that there is no season two. I don't know if you guys have read anything uh, different. 
I've, I remember seeing rumblings of that in the yeah. beginning, mm-hmm. but there's no way. With that yeah. tease that you didn't watch, because you don't watch the credits <laughs> right. for some reason, mm-hmm. there's no way they cannot bring up a season two to well, figure out who I, the hell forget, Jake Lockley is. I forget what is. they said, but they, Moon Knight was mentioned, and it was one other series that they mentioned would not have a season two. I know WandaVision's not. I, yeah, and it might have been WandaVision that was mentioned in the article because hmm. uh, they're obviously they're going in different directions, but I didn't know because mm-hmm. I know Moon Knight, the character eventually will be in team-ups or at least in mm-hmm. cameos and stuff like that. I think it would be cool to have him with Blade. Yeah. You know? That, mm-hmm. uh, just have well, like I mean, there is like a team-up uh, called thing. the Midnight Suns yeah. that is Moon Knight, Blade, all Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. all the creepy characters and I think all kind of band that's together. probably what they'll end up going for now of that's course what'll happen is I, Disney Plus I'm sure is looking at viewership on the channel yeah so based on how well received it is in comparison to like I was watching Obi-Wan Kenobi tonight which is phenomenal um, yeah I'm, I want to wrap this up so I can go watch that too yeah so <laughs> like you know but like I think with that being said if if it does well then there obviously there'll be a there's money to be made. If it doesn't, then it's like, all right, it was a nice one off, and now we're going to take that character and butter him up with somebody else. Yeah, I think if nothing else, Oscar Isaac, who is just phenomenal in this, is way too good a get to just say, okay, well now you're done. Unless he wants to be done. True. But it seemed like he had yeah. a blast. He's and acting so, in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yes. So I, yeah. I unless Oscar wants to step away, which I don't see because this is too juicy a role to mm-hmm. walk away from. There's yeah. no way that he's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. If, and if he does walk away, just get one of his other personalities. That's all. Do there you go. That's, That's what I'd do. Good point. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so it kind of wraps up with um, Harrow kind of beating everybody up yeah. um, until a blackout again. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, they, neither one of them knows who it was. And, and so... Uh, more mystery. We we have an idea who it is. This is third character, Jake Lockley. Um, but yeah, for them, it's like they're still confused. Like, I don't know how we just won, but we did. Right. That uh, was one thing is- that was like, I get it, especially with the Jake Lockley of it all. But it was like, I really wanted to see this fight and I didn't yeah. get to see it because it was yeah. Jake Lockley and we're not going to reveal him yet. That was, yeah. if I had to have a gripe about this entire season, it would be like, I wanted to see that fight because it's like he's winning. And then he's almost dead. It's like, but, yeah. but it almost makes him as confusing as Doctor Fate. Because Doctor Fate, yeah. as much as I like Doctor Fate, he's a hateable character. Yeah. Plus the the helmet's a jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> Out of line. And Jeremy, these case, are DC characters we're talking about. Yeah. The yeah. We don't talk Gentleman about Ghost and Doctor Fate. Yeah. These are all DC. But we are Marvel, not we are, we are DC. <laughs> but like, but like, you know, like, but Kanchu just—it's like they all fucking bite off each other. But Kanchu is—is—is yeah. is, yeah. is that thing? He's like, you know, he's just like, he's like a slimy, a like he's like in in Egypt, he sold like pharaoh carts, used pharaoh carts. You know, he was a used car salesman <laughs> mm-hmm. in yeah. Egypt. That's what I think he was. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like he's a, pretty much he's very swarmy. You know, it's not... Yeah, looked back here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the bird, bird beak was very shot. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, only I mean, gets four miles to the gallon, but man, it glides. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he even words it just right where he he says like, you know, if if you do this, then I will let you Mark and Steven go or you two yeah. go or something like that where yeah. where it's very specific of I'm not going to let that third guy that I know about that you <laughs> don't know about go. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even four or five. I don't I mean, Once who knows? Again, he could very have even more. And like he's yeah. going to get done what he needs to get done. And yeah. and these guys are pawns in his story, not the other way around. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and so it, it kind of ends with um, Mark refusing to actually kill Harrow, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. which was good for Mark, like finally standing up for himself and not doing everything that Conchu says, which mm-hmm. was good. Um, and so, of course, Conchu does release Mark and Steven from his Clutches. From their service to him or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where I got confused because then this is where they go back to the hospital again the the, the yeah. therapist place wherever mm-hmm. and that's where they're like i guess more in control and they're talking back and forth with each other and they notice the blood that's where i remember it was episode six where he was walking no. around the blood was showing no you sure yeah yeah because it was in I actually have you rewatched it was in like four that was in five or five yeah beginning of five it was in five yeah okay yeah, it was now, before they came back to the guys, land of the living. These guys are released from duty, and he's still fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, I thought he cleared this all up, but he's still fucked up. He's still yeah. messed well, up. Well, I mean, he still has. I think it's you know he still has DID, but he's reconciled with it. Like you know, when he wakes up in his apartment again, he he's like Stephen. He's still there. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's always going to be a part of him because his mind is literally just broken now. He's broken, yeah. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it's always going to be there, but now he's aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they're I think both Steven aware actually, of it. I think Stephen answered him. Yeah. 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 So they're 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 still able to talk, talk back and forth or mm-hmm. switch quickly and yeah. So yeah. it's almost like a a new a new control because before well, it was yeah. almost like they were fighting it. With yeah. the kind of like the, the mm-hmm. face twisting, but now it's just like immediate. Yeah. Who else did this in Marvel? What? Who else did this in Marvel? Oh, it was Dr. Banner and the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Just one yeah. movie prior to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get a It actually people. just reminded me of a, a, a <laughs> panel I keep seeing of Moon Knight talking to Spider Man, and they're talking to him, and Moon Knight's like, oh, now I'm, I'm Steven. And then Spider Man's like, okay, well, Steven. But, and then he's like, oh, sorry, now I'm Jake. And now it's like, okay, well, Jake, let's talk. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I'm Mark again. <laughs> yeah. Let's put him All in All right, to finally together. wrap this up. Yes. Oh, jeez. Yes, that's that what would I be want. something. <laughs> Those four guys. Oh, man, Deadpool would have a blast. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so to wrap this up, uh, there was a mid credit scene in after episode there six. There was? Yeah, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if there wasn't, they should have done this. <laughs> So we have, uh, we see Harrow in this, I, I don't know if it's a psych ward itself, but it is some sort it of hospital like or something. Yeah, it did. Um, and we just see these this hand come and take Harrow. He, he speaks, and you said it was French? Yeah. Okay. He speaks Pretty in sure. French saying, I got it, or calm down later, or whatever. He, he Fuck takes off, him I'm out. taking him. Leave me alone. Yeah, essentially. Um, and he's as he's walking him out, he sees a dead uh, body over there with blood all over. Um, puts him in this limo. And we find out that Conchu's in the limo with him. And Harold's talking to him and he's like, you know, you, you can't hurt me. And he essentially says, nah, yeah, I, I can't, but meet my friend, Jake Lockley. 
He turns around. I don't remember what he says, but it's... He knocks on the window. Right. And then Lockley, you know, rolls down the barrier in the limo, that car window shield thing, and then turns around and says something in French and then shoots him like three times. Along the lines of like, it's time to die or you're dead now or... Yeah. Hmm. So you missed that. I did. But you also missed... um, as the limo is driving away, the license plate is it's abbreviated, but it says Spectre. Yeah. And it's a very nice yeah. limousine. Like it is not yeah. your normal limo. It's like a yeah. like a Bentley limo or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's super it goes nice. Goes back to what I said before. So Kaju me... is in the car business. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so what it makes me wonder, like, because you know there wasn't the the billionaire yeah. um, person in this, but or is there? And he uh, just marked. Does he not know? Does he just not care? Like, like I wonder. I, more I mean, mystery. <laughs> I think the thing that they could do is, I mean, obviously they're kind of messing with the personalities because, like in mm-hmm. the original comics, Jake is like a taxi driver, and yeah. he's just this smug, gross, like criminal. He becomes yeah. Jake when he needs to go into the underground and get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Right. What they could easily do is have him be the millionaire. Yeah. And he's this, you yeah. know, assassin yeah. for hire. And think about it. If he was so devonair to get that girl to go out on a date with him, let's go yeah. back to let's go back to well done steak for a second. That would kind of make sense because <laughs> now we're getting a Bruce Wayne character. Yeah. Right. He's so, kind of a yeah an mm-hmm. evil, even more evil James Bond kind of a thing. But why have the license plate say Spectre? Because he's a dickhead. <laughs> Would yeah, be my answer. Like, I don't know if that's a good enough reason. <laughs> well, I mean, Mark Spector is the main personality, but Jake is the one who I would say is actually in control, doing all the really bad shit, and possibly if he is an assassin for hire millionaire. Like, I would say it's a middle finger to Mark. <laughs> all right, that I could see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And 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 Jake kind of just plays as the driver. Maybe mm. I could see it. I don't know. Which I, I'm excited to see in season two because you got to do a season two, okay, jerks? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> they will. Yeah. They in will. one way or another, these things will be answered. Yeah. Somewhere. All right. Well, that was Moon Knight season one. What was? Uh, we two of us enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope we <laughs> turned you around a little bit on it. Yeah, a little bit, right? Are you talking to the guests because not me? Something is messed up. I forgot how stubborn you I'm are. I'm very it's stubborn. Been a while. No, no, no. <laughs> Production-wise, it was great. It's something to watch. Visually, it's something to watch. Um, if you want to get into it, definitely get it. But I, I just think you're going to enjoy it more if you already know the character, because you're getting more than if you don't know the character at all. Yeah. All right. I would say if that's true of a lot of Marvel more. stuff. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get to, get to know the character more, uh, go listen to our episode where we talk yeah. about the history of Moon Knight. We are yeah. Marvel exclusively <laughs> covered the history of Moon Knight. There you go. We've got it all Earth for shattering you. episode. Boom. Earth shattering. <laughs> Your mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go, Justin, what's our uh, next episode? Uh, well, I actually have a couple things to uh, plug away on. Oh, okay. Uh, to do a little bit of shameless self-promoting, tomorrow I am recording the 100th episode of Pod and Gore. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Danny, uh, Pod and Gore is Justin's other podcast that he does. It's a uh, horror themed. Oh, I would yeah. love horror that. Horror focused. Or... I would love yeah. that. 
There you go. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Our friend Brandon and I have been doing that for 100 episodes. That'll be out the same day as this, awesome. God that's willing. Nice. Uh, so go listen to that. The next yeah. episode of We Are Marvel will be covering our next movie in Phase 3, which is Thor Ragnarok. Mm. <laughs> And then, the week after that, we will do a deep dive into Miss Marvel. Okay. Yes. We, we usually try and do it before the show uh, starts, but we'll probably it'll probably be right before episode two mm-hmm. for that yeah. one. And, and so. by by deep dive, you mean like a, a history similar to what we did with, with Shang Chi and yeah. with uh, Moon Knight. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Eternals. Mm. Yes, that's right. And Eternals. Yeah, so l- listen for those. It should yes. be fun. Yes. Uh, but Danny, where can our listeners find you? Oh, please go to www.djbproductionsnetwork.com. Uh, that'll bring you right to my YouTube channel. On there, unlike a lot of other channels, I have multiple different playlists and it's multiple genres of entertainment. So there's pro wrestling, there's comedy, there is geek stuff, which is stuff just like this. And there's also special interest, which is like music interviews, that type of thing with musicians and all. So there's something for everybody. I invite you to go there, go into a playlist of your choosing, scroll down, because obviously there's a lot of mixed shows in there and stuff like that. Uh, The show that covers a lot of superhero stuff is called Capes Not Included. That's on there. Um, As well as uh, our runaway hit, which is called WTF. You know what that stands for. That's where we talk about WTF moments in life and stuff like that. That's a really funny show. Uh, And there's even a really cool show uh, called Shit Your Pants Wednesday, SYPW. And what that is. (laughs) I always do that on Thursdays. Yeah, you know, whatever works (laughs) for you, you know. But what it was is years and years ago when we got, when me and my wife got married, we didn't want to go out as much, so what we did was on a Wednesday night, we picked the worst horror movie we could find at the video store, invited people over, had mm. cheesesteaks and pizza, and we basically mystery science theatered the hell out of it and had fun. Nice. So it was fun the first week, so we did it the next week and the week after. And then before you know it, it was a thing. So then we brought it back as a show 20-something years later, and uh, mm. what we do is we, we throw up shows there that uh, might not be scary, but they're pretty, pretty funny. They're scarily funny. Uh, to, yes. to watch and stuff like there was a killer couch movie that we, we talked about uh, <laughs> the killer sofa it's called the killer sofa uh, which is okay. not even a sofa it's a fucking recliner so you know you, you, you understand the gist <laughs> and stuff like that so you go in there and you watch these shows and check it out and if you like it please subscribe uh, share the channel as well and um, I look forward to coming back guys because I thought this was awesome had a lot of fun here Good. thank you Definitely. I did fun yeah I do horror. I do this. I do, you know, you tip your bartenders and all. It's all a lot of fun. Uh, but we have a <laughs> lot of great times here, and there's so much Marvel to talk about. So I'm yeah, really, really is. psyched. Awesome. awesome. Well, we'll definitely yes, have you, you back in the future. Thank this was a lot of fun. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Thank you for, for joining us this week. Uh, it was fun. We had a blast. Uh, hopefully, we'll pick something you like next time. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, okay. We'll see what happens. Loser. We'll um, see. We'll wait until on. after it's done and say, did you like this one? Well, don't okay, call yeah, me for Ms. Marvel because I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to like it. I'm, gonna uh, no. I'm not going to like Sheesh. it. All right. Let's do, when All we right, do well. Doctor Strange 2, let's talk because I had fun at that movie. That'll be like two years from now. Uh, but... It'll be two years from now. I won't even remember the <laughs> fucking movie. Yes, I know. You won't yeah. even remember <laughs> us. <laughs> but no, we'll definitely have we'll you find again. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, for, but for anyone uh, that wants to reach us, you can go to our website, wearemarvelpod.com. That gives you links to everything. Uh, our social media, we are we are Marvel Pod. Um, email, we are marvelpod at gmail.com. 
Uh, the website has links to our merchandise page as well. Yeah, I think that's it this week. I think I you think need so to too. put out your mom T-shirts. Oh yeah, <laughs> Moon Knight's face. Along with our, get a along with our grab your Icarus. Yo, Moon Knight with a tear coming out, and it says your mom. Please make that shirt. I will give you money. I will demo you tonight. Get that shirt. I will do it. I love it. It's great. And with that, thank you again, everyone. I've been Jeremy. And I've been Justin. I've been Dan. Bye. Bye. Thank you.